0: Hey everybody, Brad here, just wanted to let you know that this episode has been slightly edited since it originally aired. So just in case it sounds like something jumps ahead or cuts off, I just wanted to let you know ahead of time. I always take a lot of pride in editing and releasing these episodes, but every now and then something has to be edited out after the fact. Anyway, I think there is still a lot here to enjoy, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Everyone...
2: Hold on to your butts.
1: Well, we're
0: back. Hello everybody and welcome to the 159th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to dive into the news to discuss the box office report for Fallen Kingdom. We're going to take a look at the new Jurassic Park tabletop game from Mondo and celebrate an anniversary and a birthday. After that, we're going to hang around the Visitor Center to speak with Dave Grossman, Chief Creative Officer for EarPlay, the company behind the Amazon Echo Alexa skill for Jurassic World Revealed. Now, Jurassic World Revealed is an interactive story following Janet Best, a podcaster who travels to Isla Nublar in search of a hot scoop that she needs for an upcoming episode of her podcast, frankly best. So if you've heard any of our playthroughs of the 2XL, uh, you know the talking robot that we've had, um, it's it's kind of similar to that where you can make your own choices as to where the story goes. It's a bit more sophisticated than the 2XL ever was but uh, this is a whole lot of fun and we'll learn all about it from Mr. Grossman and later on in the audio lab we're going to have chapter one of that experience. It's a blast like I said so make sure to give it a try on your own. Alexa enabled the advice, just say Alexa open Jurassic World and you can jump right into the story now my interview with Dave Grossman has some slight teasers for the story and my playthrough of chapter one also reveals at least one of those paths that you can take. As always, we have a few plugs here to get underway. I kind of totally forgot to mention it recently, but my other podcast, Grim Grinning Hosts, recently put together a full look at Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. That podcast is a bit explicit at times, so just a fair warning for the younger audience, don't listen to that. Um, But we, we did have a fun time discussing the movie and just how much we loved it and uh, we're confused by all the drama surrounding it but um, I'll have that episode in the show notes so make sure to go check it out also over on our YouTube page last week we produced a ton of content for you guys actually uh, something new every single day which was great Um, we did toy reviews merchandise hunts hauls um, episodes and and all that stuff and uh, yeah so much more we've actually started a new video series over on YouTube called Jurassic Rewind where we pull out a segment from the podcast and air it specifically on youtube where you can kind of get a refresher because i know a lot of people haven't listened to the entire back catalog so basically without having to listen to the entire episode you get to hear uh, a great interview or a great segment that we had here on the podcast in the past So please, head over to our YouTube page, subscribe, like the videos, make sure to hit that notification bell so you get those notifications every time our videos are posted. Make sure to comment below on all those posts, share it with your friends, and uh, I hope you enjoy it because we're having a lot of fun over there. Alright, well we have a packed episode for you, so why don't we get this one started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research.
1: Access rate program. Access the security. These pictures were taken in hospital, on Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my hate being right all the time. But today, I guarantee see it.
0: First up here in the news, we have the box office report for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. In its fourth weekend here in the United States, it actually raised its total to 363.3 million after 24 days, with the 15.5 million weekend that it just had this past weekend. So it's still doing pretty well after four weekends here, and it actually earned 12.673 million in Japan, where it actually just debuted, uh, which is actually double uh, the total of uh Jurassic World three years ago. In an article here from Forbes, Jurassic World earned a total of 74.5 million in Japan by the end of its run. So when all is said and done, it actually could do pretty well over there as well. Right now it looks like Fallen Kingdom stands at $771.4 million overseas and a total of $1.134 billion worldwide. So after all those totals, it's enough to make it the 18th largest worldwide release of all time and it's still going. I would say it probably has the chance to make it to number 16. Um, In the last few weeks here before it exits the theaters, but uh, who knows? Hopefully it'll make a lot more money and continue the trend of Jurassic movies just making a ton of money. That's all we can hope for, right? For more information on the box office report, head to the link in our show notes. A little while back, we mentioned it here in the news, but Mondo Games is taking a shot at the Jurassic Park franchise with the 25th anniversary game, Jurassic Park, The Chaos Gene. It's a tabletop game uh, that has a lot of figures and and all kinds of stuff, so I'm going to read a little bit of the information here that they released via Nerdist. Via the creative director Luke Byers, he said, In our approach to Jurassic Park, The Chaos Gene, we took many of our favorite elements of a traditional dungeon crawl style board game and splice them with one of our favorite films of all time the goal was to create something truly unique and incredibly fun to play so here in the article they mentioned that you get to choose from one of four factions whether you're in gen the park visitors raptors or the t-rex in a two to four player game um it's, it looks amazing then now they put images here in the article of the in workers uh you have the park visitors uh, a few raptors and the T-Rex now it looks like they have uh, Robert Muldoon, park warden they have park security that basically has those tasers, you taser know, uh, sticks that you saw in the beginning of Jurassic Park and then you have uh, the uh, park guests the park visitors, Lex and Tim on one piece, Ian Malcolm on his own piece with a flare, Ellie Sattler with her hands on her waist and Alan Grant holding up the uh, raptor claw with his hat on, that's pretty cool and the other set here is the Raptors, which has a Hunter, an Alpha, and another Hunter. So that's that's really cool. They look awesome. Um, these are all just renderings, by the way. And then the T-Rex looks super bulky and huge. Now, it does say underneath all of these images that they are not final, pending the licensor approval. So there's a lot of images here in the article, and I'll make sure to include that all in our show notes. And uh, they're actually at San Diego Comic-Con. You can get the first glimpse at this game, uh, so make sure to check it out there. Like I said, head to our show notes for more information via Nerdist on Mondo's new game, Jurassic Park The Chaos Gene. Okay, so lastly here, we do have a, a birthday and a anniversary to celebrate. So starting with that anniversary, Jurassic Park 3 was released on July 18th. 2001 so that's uh, that's this week on Wednesday so make sure to celebrate all your Jurassic Park 3 love on Wednesday and then lastly, lastly we have Judy Greer, Karen Mitchell from Jurassic World her birthday is Friday July 20th so make sure to reach out and say happy birthday oh
2: there it is there it is
0: Let's open up the doors to the Visitor Center and welcome in Dave Grossman, Chief Creative Officer at EarPlay, the creators of Jurassic World Revealed. We're here today inside the Visitor Center, waiting for the power to come back on as uh, Ray Arnold tries to reboot everything. So in our spare time, we've brought along veteran of LucasArts, Telltale Games, and now the chief creative officer at EarPlay, the creators of high quality interactive audio stories. We have Dave Grossman here. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a, this is an experience. You never know what you're going to get with podcasting, and I think we're going to get through it. Let's hope.
2: Fingers crossed, right? Nice if we could get the lights on in here, get the power back on. <laughs> be, be, be good.
0: Yeah. So to kick you off, I'm going to uh, start you off with a, a very difficult question that I like to ask every guest that comes on here. So uh, if you were stuck in a kitchen with a velociraptor, what would you do, and would you make it out alive? <sighs>
2: I would. I would make it out alive. Uh, yes. I, I think yes. I, would, I would grab a uh, 10-inch chef knife uh, in one hand uh-huh. and a big heavy skillet in the other <laughs> and just go after it. I, you know, my, my desire to cook things, I think, is greater than my, my fear of velociraptors.
0: Yeah, you know, recently we had a guest on that uh, I think was going to distract the raptors with some good cooking. So is that a, a skill of yours? Could you cook something for the uh, raptors to enjoy instead of you? I could pos- possibly
2: do that. Um, I don't know much about the raptor diet. I have heard that real ones were more like the size of turkeys than like the size you see them in the movies. Yeah. So, I, I, if you didn't specify whether it was a movie one or a real <laughs> one. So, I'm going to make my own choice on that and, and call it a turkey size one and <laughs> call it dinner.
0: You choose the less violent one on purpose, right? I mean, that's the way it should work. No, well, it's self, self-preservation. But I'm glad I'm glad you're going to make it out okay and not a lot of people ever, you know, seem to think they will. So so you're on the the smaller side of people that uh, actually think they'll get out. So I'm I'm glad to hear that.
2: Just overconfident, I guess. <laughs>
0: So, um, you know, today we're going to talk about Jurassic World Revealed. It's a uh, a new experience. Uh, Actually, it's on the Amazon Echo. You can find it uh, via an Alexa skill, which is really cool. Um, I went through it. I had a blast with it. Um, And you work at EarPlay. So why don't you start us off with a bit of information about EarPlay for those who haven't tried out uh, any of your, your experiences yet?
2: Well, Earplay uh, is a company devoted to making stories that you play with your voice. So um, they're these sort of um, uh, radio dramas. You might you might uh, imagine them as, um, but you get to play one of the characters, and you play that character by talking to the, um, the skill or the or the the app. Uh, answering questions, um, we do as you as you mentioned um, make these things for Alexa. Uh, we also support the Google Home and uh, and iOS occasionally. Um, we've been around, geez, going on five years now, I think, wow. doing this and uh, have a, have a, have a few uh, a few titles out in the field.
0: Yeah, I, I really like the uh, ability to add yourself to the story. I think that's a, a great thing. Um, you know, these, these kinds of experiences have been around for a very long time, but the ability to have, you know, you give the input instead of just pressing a button or or turning a page or something like that, you actually give your voice. You know, you're a character in whatever world that you're trying to create.
2: Yeah, and, and talking to the thing is, I, I think it's the greatest opportunity um, uh, uh, innovation in input since like the mouse or maybe the maybe the touch screen like mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, an input mechanism that's really based on what people are good at as opposed to what machines are good at and and so it just uh, like it feels natural just to be listening to the story and it says what do you want to do next and you tell it and you, you move on it's great
0: Yeah, and I think when something like that is super immersive where you have, you know, great voice actors, sound effects, other things, um, you kind of get immersed in that story and you really do feel part of it. And I I actually found myself, whether it was with the the demos that are out there or Jurassic World Revealed, I found myself like almost like acting up, like I was like kind of playing along in that
2: world. It's it's definitely encourages you to do that, and and (laughs) one of the things that we do too that's that's different from most of the other skills out there is that we do a full cast recording of, of the of the piece it's not just Alexa telling you the story you're actually in there and you're hearing all the other characters and we do everything we can to make you feel like yep you're right there with them uh, and I do think that encourages people to be a little bit hammy which is which is part of the fun
0: yeah yeah I, uh, I only did it by myself so I imagine you know if you have a group of people there it could be a pretty fun experience um, I actually ran through the demo as well and I, I got to hear you in there right was that correct I am in there.
2: I do a little, <laughs> little bit of intro and then hand it off to a, a more talented narrator. Yeah,
0: that was awesome. That was uh you know, I didn't know what was going on. It just it just throws you in the middle of a story and uh you have to, you know, make your choices, figure out what's going on. I really like that aspect and it definitely gave me a good sense of what your play is all about, what kind of experiences
2: you offer. Yeah, and the the beginning is always a always a tricky bit. You said it throws you in with without uh, without really telling you anything, mm-hmm. and part of the challenge is we we want to get you moving fast so that you can make some choices, but you don't really have anything relevant to make choices about at the beginning, uh, and we don't have time to kind of tell you stuff. So we like to kind of start it off with 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 something fast, and uh, at at the beginning of Jurassic World Revealed. I'm probably not spoiling too much for people. Like We we throw you directly into a confrontation with a ship captain who is already trying to chisel you, and you're not really sure exactly what's going on, but you have to decide whether to give him money or not. And then the main character reveals herself to be uh, something of a Butterfingers, and then uh, you're immediately asked to make some choices about who's going to carry what. And and so we're setting things up as quickly as we can.
0: Yeah, I, I like that uh, sense of suspense that you know these type of experiences give you, um, and I know you know you worked at Telltale as well, and that's certainly something that that gave me a ton of suspense. Whether I was I, I you know I played. Uh, the Jurassic Park game over there, the a few of the Walking Dead ones, and the Back to the Future one. And you just, like, you never know what kind of experience you're going to get. Now, you're not talking to that experience, but you're, you know, interacting with the controller, and it's still the same thing where, you know, I don't know. If if I make this choice, I might ruin everything, or or the story might go in a completely different direction. I really like that sense, like... I don't know how long I have to answer i'm kind of I'm like concerned and i I want to make sure that I'm giving the best choice possible even though I can you know I can go back and redo it if I want to but uh it still leaves me in suspense as I'm you know sitting there playing it I think that's great yeah thanks
2: and those, those three that you mentioned are actually pretty pretty different from each other in terms of how they how they actually uh how they actually function there's one that's kind of a classic graphic adventure style the back to the future one and then the um the Walking Dead one is a lot more of the kind of choice-based stuff that we, that we do at EarPlay now, and the and the Jurassic Park was kind of somewhere in the middle with some some weird um, quick time mechanics that uh, that people didn't like very much, actually. Frankly,
0: <laughs> you know, we still hear a lot about that game, um, both sides of the coin. So it's not always you know bad. It, there's a lot of good in there, and I think uh, a lot of people. You know, still continually want to know, like, how does it relate to the ongoing story? Is it canon? Is it not? What can we take from those stories that were told in those chapters? Um, you know, can we refer to something but not other things? Because in that story, there was a moment where, like, the front of the visitor center is broken open by the T Rex, but we know that that's not the case via the Jurassic World, where the gate or the front door of the visitor center is still intact. So we're like, what can we pick and choose from that experience to take in the canon with us? You know,
2: maybe maybe they fixed it. We yeah. we do always try our very best to uh, not to violate any kind of canon, so that uh, it's just how we like the stories to be, um, both with the the old Telltale stuff and and with the new one. Um, and I, I that's that's one of the trickiest things, really, is now we're we're trying to uh, fit our story in with the movie that's that's coming out Mm -hmm. and um it's a tightly scripted movie and there's not a lot of uh kind of uncovered ground with the main characters and yet we have to kind of sneak in there somewhere and find a place to tell a story where we can we can see some of the stuff that's going on in the movie and and interact with a little bit uh and still not contradict anything
0: yeah that does have to be tough um you know what exactly is your role in that development uh, of a story whether it's this one or, or any other
2: uh, well, depends on depends on which one you when you're talking about. But uh, with this one, um, basically, I, I worked up some pitches uh, at the beginning um, for different different ways that we could fit into the story, and we we did about five or six of them. And sat down with the, the NBC Universal folks, and um, we decided that two things that we really liked the best were uh, definitely being coincidental in time with the upcoming movie, mm-hmm. uh, and also telling a really personal story. Uh, So we we had a couple of pitches that were kind of, you know, more people, bigger cast, and and kind of more going on. And people really responded to, uh, you know, let's just have it be you and another character, and you're kind of alone together on this island and and, uh, and trying to survive. So then uh, I got to develop that a little further, and we came up with this character, Janet Best, who's a a podcaster. Uh, And that seemed to frame things really nicely, Um, just... uh, Setting it in the audio space so that everything kind of made sense as to why it was all being recorded and why you were why you were talking why you couldn't see anything, Uh, and then you know I basically um, I I went and read the script through the movie. Uh, which is an experience in itself. they it's, it's really on the uh, kind of security lockdown about these things. They won't just mm-hmm. send you a copy of the script. You have to fly to Los Angeles, and you <laughs> you go to a special room, and they they uh, give you a pen and a pad of paper, and then they take your notes away when you're done, and they send them <laughs> back to you, basically locked in a safe. It was good fun. Yeah. But from that, I had to kind of um, determine a path for Janet to take both physically on the island and, and uh, time-wise through the story, where she could intersect with some things that, that happened in the movie uh, and have her own adventure uh, on the side and, and kind of wrap it all up into one thing. And that formed the structure on which we did kind of scene-by-scene breakdown. Uh, and then I brought in a partner, a guy named Joe Pinney, who I've known since LucasArts uh, many, many years ago, 25 years or so. And together, we broke that down even further into what's every interaction that you're going to have as a player uh, in the in the story. And then we brought in a couple of more people to help write the script. And then um, I basically had to get out and run off to another project while other people did the the voice recording and uh, and actually put it together. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my role. It was like basically all the pre production. <laughs>
0: and uh, you know you're working with NBC Universal and that and and how much of it you know I know you said they're very uh, you know strict on uh, you know giving you the information and stuff like that but are, are they basically working hand in hand to kind of shape that story to make sure that you're not stepping on toes or you know doing anything like that
2: there it's it's kind of exactly what you would want someone to do which is they they trust us to do the stuff that we do well and they backstop us with um, whatever information that we need about how not to violate the canon, so we would give them stuff, and they would say, "Oh yeah," except for uh, this character actually is like this, and that character does that. Uh, and uh, th- we had a guy who just kind of knew all the everything about the history of the um, the whole franchise, and would, would would always come up with a few you know a few nits to pick with stuff. And they got us resources, they got us uh, dinosaur sounds, um, but basically. Uh, you know they, they they weren't getting in the way of our of our creative process they were, they were they were actually helping us which is possibly a little a little unusual for a for a, um, producing a partner
0: yeah, you know, I, I've spoken with a lot of people recently uh, that have helped, you know, whether it was, um, you know, writing the novel that's set in the universe or this. You know, it sounds like Universal is very collaborative, making sure that you're on the right path, not stepping on your toes too much. Um, so I think that's great. Did, um, was there any sort of input from like people like Colin Trevorrow or J.A. Bayona or did, or was this outside of their scope?
2: Uh, well they were busy making the movie of course uh, yeah. <laughs> so so we got the the the, uh, the the chain of approvals is really interesting because it's it's made mainly for people who are making action figures or, or something like that uh, but it kind of goes from me to the producer there at, at NBC who I talked to a lot And then he sends things off to kind of the brand department who who kind of check everything out to make sure that it's okay, um, that we're not uh, making anything look bad. And then they can send things to the filmmakers, which is usually not Colin Trevorrow, uh, but someone else. Mm -hmm. And then it all comes back along that same path. So there's like a kind of a game of telephone going on, which is very interesting. (laughs) But I know he finally, towards the end of the process did get to look at the script one time before we actually went and recorded it and then gave it the thumbs up. Nice. So that, yeah. was, that was like the, 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 you know, kind of the best and most gratifying <laughs> approval that we can get. The guy actually directed the movie like, Hey, all right.
0: Yeah. So there's gotta be a different experience when you're building something like this versus, you know, any other kind of, uh, audio drama, uh, is, is this type of experience a lot longer to build? Like how long does it take to build this versus anything else?
2: You said other other kinds of audio dramas. It's well, I don't yeah. Know. Your other
0: um, uh, your other experiences you have. My other day.
2: experiences are not audio dramas, and they have tended to to take quite a bit longer. Um, the the kind of design and script writing part uh, doesn't really go a lot faster. because There's. Uh-huh. there's you still you still face all the all the same problems there, and even some <laughs> more because like oh well gee we don't have a visual interface you know we yeah. have to have to actually uh, devise some way for the player to express this uh, without being able to click on anything or, or or do anything like that. So so that part is just as tricky as as with anything else. But then once you actually get into production. You can you can go pretty fast because you're not trying to really uh, model anything in 3D or, or draw anything. You're just working with sound, and that's you know it's challenging to be in that box, but it's also liberating a little bit because the uh, on the one hand you you don't have the ability to show stuff visually, but on the other hand you don't have to show stuff <laughs> visually. <laughs> I mean, you can get away with some things that you just would never be able to do if you if you actually had to see it.
0: Yeah. You know we we've been uh, producing a, an audio drama here on the podcast. We uh, uh, extinction level Jurassic Park, um, created by a fan in the community, and you know I, I praise him for all the work that he puts into it. It's 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 a lot of work, and you know stuff like this takes a lot of time, and and I can understand that because between the writing this you know writing the story, the the different options that you have, uh, and what does it take when you're when you're programming something like that with all those options? Is it um, Are you programming like the input as well as um, all the different branches that can branch off from that main story?
2: Yes. Yes, you are. But uh, we have a tool. Uh, a whole pipeline uh, that, that we use that we've <laughs> built up over the five years that we've been doing uh-huh. this um, that's that's geared towards making that as, as simple as possible. So, uh, a lot of the, uh, you know, what you what call programming is really just kind of building a flow chart in a flow charting tool. Yeah. And drawing arrows between boxes and putting the text into the boxes of what happens here and what happens there. And the the, the inputs are kind of labels on the arrows, basically. Uh-huh. Uh And then you build, you have to go into, um, uh going to a, a dashboard and kind of build a language model, which is where uh some of the the, the biggest bits of voodoo uh come in uh because you have to uh, you have to find ways to make sure that the things that you're saying in in disparate parts of the experience don't sound too much like each other because if they're sitting in there in the language model uh together it can get confused and, and not understand what the person said so there's mm-hmm. a there's a whole process behind that.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I I found myself at one point. I you know, like I had mentioned earlier, I got a little too into the acting of it, and I think uh, you know she just didn't understand what I was saying, and uh, it kind of repeated the thing. And I was like, oh okay, that's what happens when you just get a little far off track, like myself. Um, so I found that interesting. I was like, all right, I got to settle down, just give a normal response here, yes or no, or whatever she was asking in that moment. But uh, I, I had a good time with that. <laughs> good, good.
2: We try to be super clear about what are the things you can say that will actually do something. Yeah. Uh, and then just kind of give them to you and let you go.
0: Yeah, this is, this is crazy a crazy time in the digital age, you know, uh, with basically a choose-your-own-adventure type experience. And this thing, this kind of experience lives through video games like we were talking and uh, now audio interactive experiences. And it's basically something that I feel like has been passed down the chain via products like 2XL and others. Um, and I know I mentioned uh, in our emails that we've done a few episodes on 2XL, uh, the chaos in Jurassic Park. Did you ever uh, get a chance? to uh, ever use that at all?
2: I, no. I, I, until I talked to you, I did not know that 2XL had done, had done anything uh, related to Jurassic Park.
0: You know, I didn't either. That was not something that was ever on my radar. I remember 2XL vaguely from the past, um, but it was never on my radar in that sense. Um, but a contributor on the podcast actually had the tape still and... Had to go back to his like parents, I believe, to pick up the 2XL. And we've been running through it here on the podcast every now and then when we need some uh, spare episodes. And it's just a blast to kind of go back and do the old school version of this same thing. And kind of uh, uh, I, like I marvel at even that, how something like that works when you're just pressing buttons on a tape deck. I, I just find that so um, so, I don't know, just immersive and so much fun.
2: Yeah, it's kind of simple and brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. This, this would this would have been, I guess, the um the sort of '90s version uh, cassette tape to Excel, <laughs> <I'll be> talking <laughs> yeah. about, Right. Not not the old like the, I, th- I think the uh, the old eight track one must have been before before there was a
0: Jurassic there- Park. Were yeah, we? there was like uh, I think it was started off in the seventies, uh, late seventies and early eighties, and then I think it uh, kicked back off in the early nineties. Um, so yeah, we we got that one around the early nineties. But uh, I know it's hard to find these days, and it goes for quite expensive on uh, eBay and such. So uh, mm-hmm. if anybody out there ever finds it, uh, you know, make sure you pick it up because it's a it's a very fun experience, and that's why I equate it to this because it's it's very similar in nature. You're you're on Isla Nublar, you're you're learning a new story. Uh, um, you're 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 basically a character like we were talking about in this setting at, at a place that we all love we would love to visit this place in real life and this is one of the uh, you know the only chances I guess we'll get so that's why I think uh, Jurassic world revealed is, is so exciting at a time like this do you know who has the rights to that maybe
2: maybe we could just make a uh, make an Alexa version
0: yeah you so know you I don't, don't
2: know the 2 xl
0: that we've always talked about that actually is somehow because like I don't know, just somehow producing it, maybe putting it online somewhere where you could choose your own options, but I think that's the best bet is putting it on Alexa. That sounds like a really good idea, actually. But I, I love um I love the voice acting and everything in that old uh in two XL. It's it's fantastic as well. <laughs> Um, so I, I want to jump into the storyline real quick because I know you touched on it before, but, uh, it perked up my ears a bit when I, you know, I played the, um, the sample as soon as I heard about Jurassic world revealed, I was like, Oh, I got to check this out. So turned on Alexa and just like asked her about it. And then I find out it's a, it's a podcaster and I'm like, wait, what? It's a podcaster about Jurassic park. I got to learn more. I got to figure this <laughs> out. <laughs>
2: It's basically you.
0: Yeah, You're basically the main it, character. That's why it feels so great. You know, it feels yeah. it feels close to home, you know, because if I had the chance to do something like that to, to learn the, the hot scoop or whatever is going on on that island, and that's basically what she's selling is, uh, I guess, her podcast, Frankly Best, right? Is that what it's called?
2: That's right. Yeah, um, you know, her name is Janet Best, and the podcast is frankly best because it's yeah, it makes for being frank about things.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I just love that she's like, all right, we have this hot tip. I hope I can get it to you guys by the end of this experience, and uh, or by the next episode or whatever it was. I, I thought that was that was pretty brilliant. I love that uh, that aspect of it. Like, how did you guys settle upon a podcaster being a part of
2: this story? Well, the beginning of that was just um, sort of uh, as as. People probably are aware if they've even seen the trailer for the movie, they go to the island, right? <laughs> uh, and and they're out there for a while. They're trying to save the dinosaurs, a big volcano. And, and basically the idea was, uh, okay, so somebody else has got to be on that island at the same time. Uh, but it's closed off. Like there's no way for you to get there. And it seemed like some kind of a news reporter would be – a good candidate for that. That would be somebody who would have a good reason to kind of sneak onto the island and be poking around and, and trying to learn things. Uh, and then the idea of making her a podcaster was basically just informed by our medium, which is which is audio. We thought, well. Mm-hmm. You know why, why? Why would it be a um, you know a, a video reporter for a TV news channel? <laughs> it should be somebody, and we also like the idea that that she would be somebody who was relatively unsupported by you know any kind of a big organization. She's she's an indie. She's out there on her own, mm-hmm. and, and, and that just kind of makes everything a little more terrifying. You know, you don't have backup waiting uh, with a helicopter to come and pick you up. It's just yeah. just kind of you you and her, and you're on the <laughs> island, and dinosaurs come. You, you got to fend for yourselves.
0: I love it because uh, in this time, you know, crime and investigative storytelling podcasts um, have just been huge hits. And every time there's like a new one, whether it's, you know, a serial or or S-Town or something along those lines, you want to you wanna dive into those stories. And I think that's what this feels like it's setting up. So I, I love how it ties it all together like that.
2: Good. That's a great comparison. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So – um, for the voice acting, is that something? Do you guys have like a, a pool of players that you use,
2: or or do you go about uh, holding auditions for something like this? Uh, we well, we do have some favorites um, that we like to use, but uh, you know, for this, obviously, there's an existing uh, license in a movie, so we mm-hmm. we went after some of the um, the actors from the movie, oh. and we and we got one, Daniela uh, Pineda, who uh, oh, her her role as as Zia. Uh, yeah, that was great, and I was I was particularly happy about that because we have a whole you know uh, section where you get to you get to talk to her. Uh, so that's like, amazing. Okay, good having the actual well, if you if you make the right choices, you can get to that part, and you can and you can talk to her.
0: Yeah, uh, so it's, it I good to have her. I love that because I I I felt that choice coming. You know, because I, when I ran through chapter one, there's a bit of setup, and I'm like, oh man. I never thought that that would actually happen, but uh, now you got me really excited about the the rest of the chapters there. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then the, the the principal actor Sarah Almala, is uh, she's she's the actually the star of Gone Home, which is a an in, a popular indie game from a few years ago that people may be um, familiar with. And we've worked with her on some other stuff, and and we really like her. We really think she's good. She's fun to work with. So um, early on in the process, we were sort of. We'd, come up with this character and we hadn't even written the script yet and john my earplay partner uh said do you think sarah would be good for this and i was like sarah would be perfect for this and now i'm not going to be able to keep her out of my head while we're writing it so we basically wrote the part for her and uh she's good
0: that's awesome yeah yeah definitely i i think it's uh believable as like i said like a a crime or investigative podcast like that it's perfect it really sounds believable so uh, with an experience like this, I found myself obviously going back. I, I wanted to learn what those other options were. I-, I love that kind of experience where you can test the waters, see what other outcomes there are. Um, so in that sense, the, the playtime is quite long if you wanted it to be. Um, but, you know, say you're, you're running through it, uh, you know, just the one time. What kind of uh, like runtime are we looking at here? Do you, do you happen to know that?
2: Uh, I believe it is an hour and change. If you're, if you're kind of poking around in the corners, yeah, that's incredible. Uh, yeah. There's there's no specific, you know, this is the exact length of it. Uh, we have to fit between commercial breaks somehow. <laughs> so some some of the some of the paths are a little longer than others, but not a lot. We we, we tried to uh, engineer it so that it would be kind of um you know, kind of short movie length.
0: Yeah, I I just I, I'm you know enthralled by this. I'm thrilled because. Um, Jurassic fans really haven't had the chance to expand the universe very much we had the original two novels um, and those are on their own kind of continuity separate from the films and then we had the three films and then a fourth film and now we're starting to get mu- more and more material uh, which I think is fascinating uh, to kind of expand that world uh, you know we have the evolution of Claire all about Claire's story and and this it's Seemingly fitting into the canon, which I absolutely love. I am—I'm so thrilled to learn more about these characters and this story, and you know, spend some more time on an island that uh, isn't doing too good in the film universe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, well, it's people have been back there quite a few times, and they, every time they sort of wreak a little more havoc. So it's—it's uh, it's got now two two completely defunct parks on it, right? Um, yeah. But- Volcanoes gone off. there was just uh, all kinds of stuff happening in that island.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, kudos to to Janet for for making that choice. You know, to. Whatever that scoop is that's out there. I, I don't know what it is yet, but it must be really good because she's really risking everything uh, to is. kind of find out what that scoop is. There's dinosaurs out there. There's a volcano um, and there's more people out there that we were learning. And I, I'm just uh, I'm thrilled that uh, a podcaster would take that chance.
2: Yeah and it's you know it's one of those stories where uh, she sort of goes there um, anticipating finding a particular kind of a story there. Uh, she thinks it's going to be a little bit of a, a puff piece about Claire and, and, and the folks around her. And then when she gets there and sees what's really going on, it's it's quite different. And then as she's, as she's trying to cover the story and kind of learn things and, 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 and report back, uh, some other things come up that maybe seem like they might be more important than some piece of information. And you kind of get to navigate all that on on your own according to whatever your personal preferences are
0: good I really like these sneaks uh, sneak peeks it's it's fa- fantastic I can't wait to find out uh, where that story goes how it all ties in um, I love Fallen Kingdom I, I I had a blast with that movie and this moment in the movie is one of my favorites because it's so explosive I mean that's an obvious uh, adjective there uh, there's a lot going on a lot of twists there so I imagine you know it's it feels the same here I, I love how that uh, all plays out I'm very excited to uh, to dive into this and I know um, that there, it is
2: a basically premium content from chapters two to six right that is true yeah you get to, you get the first one for free and then it's a couple of bucks to um, to play the rest
0: yeah that's not bad just you know pay out the uh, couple bucks just to to like I said learn more about the Jurassic universe because we don't have a lot of options we have yeah. the one book and a few movies and this and uh we, we want all of it. Like I said, yeah. we don't have a lot of options, so we're gonna take it all in. I, I think this is gonna be great for the fans, and it's you
2: know it's fun for an hour and it costs less than the sandwich. So <laughs> what do you got to lose?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, what kind of other projects can we expect from EarPlay in the near future? Anything? You got anything uh, in the pipeline?
2: Oh gosh, yes, we do. Uh, I think I mentioned that I I had to jump uh, off. Uh, after the script was done and get working on the next thing um, because it's also on a bit of a tight schedule uh we haven't made any announcements about it yet though so i think i'm just gonna have to say keep your keep your your, to the ground and keep watching (laughs) us yeah, I'm very
0: excited, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we got another movie coming up in the well, not near future. We got uh, 2021, so maybe maybe we can hear some more from your play. Uh, you know, uh, maybe there's a round two uh, trip somewhere. I don't know to the the, the Pacific Northeast uh, Northwest or something like that uh, for Janet Best. Uh, I'd like to see more from her. Oh
2: yeah. Well, and we did we did sort of leave the end in a in a place where there was room to do some more. And if, if people uh, vote for that with their wallets, then we'll...
0: <laughs> so if you know if people did want to do that, if they want to spend that money and find you guys and Jurassic World Revealed, where can uh, they all do that?
2: Oh goodness! Uh, well, the, the skill is called Jurassic World Revealed, and it's it's on Alexa. It's on Alexa only.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so simple. All you got to do is just say, um, "Alexa, open Jurassic World." It was as simple as that, and and she basically just you know went to the races there and started uh, you know going right into the story, and uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Excellent. So thank you so much for joining me here in the visitor center. It looks like the power's coming back on. So uh, what do you say we get out of here, head to the tour, do something like that, uh, get a good glimpse at the park.
2: Yeah, all right. I care they make a good raptor steak here. Let's
0: go. They, <laughs> that's true. Thank you very much for joining me. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah.
2: All right, thanks. you oh, your fire. Do not fire.
1: God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs.
0: Are you ready? One, two, one. All right, so we're in the audio lab now, and uh, you had just heard the uh, interview with Dave Grossman about Jurassic World Revealed, and now we're actually going to run through Chapter 1. Like we had said, you can find this on any Amazon uh, Alexa-enabled device, so just uh, open up your Alexa, say, Alexa, open Jurassic World and you can play through this so make sure to check that out and definitely buy into that content because it's so cheap and you get uh, six chapters of amazing content in this uh, in canon story I would assume here so that's really really cool so we're gonna run through this one chapter one See what we can find out with that scoop, what's going on in this story. And uh, later on uh, in other episodes, we'll probably do different variations of this chapter. Just so you can kind of get a taste of what to expect and where this story could possibly go. We probably won't take it any further than that, at least for the time being. But for chapter one, we're going to run through that right now for you guys. So enjoy. Alexa, open Jurassic World. Welcome to Jurassic World Revealed,
2: a story you play with your voice by Universal Studios and Earplay.
1: This is Frankly Best, where we seek the truth and tell it. These dinosaurs are about to be lost. They're going to die. Jesse and I are on the trail of a truly incredible story. Should we risk it or find a professional? from here if you want to stay alive drop it and turn around what do you think is more important right now safety or quality recording run
2: wow when you're ready to begin say ready ready
1: hi jesse it's janet can you hear me yes yes great i just got a really hot tip it's i think this is the break we've been looking for i mean this next episode if if we get the story this is why we got into podcasting in the first place i just broke my screen again (laughs) uh like i was saying there's i can't give you full details right now i'm out in public
0: it's fine it's fine don't worry
1: There's something going down on Isla Nublar. Yes, that Isla Nublar. Did you ever visit Jurassic World when it was open? Yes. Lucky you. I never made it. But we're going to change that. We've got to get out there and cover this. You have to be there with me. I need your judgment. In fact, there's already something I'm wrestling with. If we just go sneak onto the island, we could get in big trouble. Legal trouble, I mean... Restricted. I can try to get some kind of official permission, which is great if they say yes, but the risk is if they say no, then we're in even bigger trouble if we get caught there. We're definitely going no matter what. I guess what I'm wrestling with is, is it better to ask for permission or forgiveness? Forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. It won't even be the riskiest thing about this trip. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll look into flights to Costa Rica and passage from there. It might get a little rough, but really, what could go wrong? Talk to you soon. What? A lot.
0: Chapter one.
1: Hi there. You're listening to Frankly, Best, your go-to podcast for cutting-edge journalism and new angles on stories you thought you knew. I'm Janet Best. With me, as always, is my faithful producer and confidant, Jesse. Jesse, say hello. Hello. This week, I am recording in what is possibly the coolest location on the planet. Isla Nublar. Hey! how? You didn't say there would be more people on the island. I thought you weren't going to get off the boat. Other people means more dangerous. You get caught, maybe I get caught. We've done this kind of thing before. You don't even notice me right behind you. (laughs) You get caught, I don't get paid. Give me the rest of the money now. Then I will wait for you. That's not what we agreed on. We'll agree on it now. I don't like this, Jesse. It seems like if we don't give him the rest of the money, he's going to sail away the minute we turn our backs. But I'm worried that if we do give it to him, he's got no motivation to wait for us. Tell me, do we pay him or stick to the deal?
0: Stick to the deal.
1: Mr. Mora, we made a deal and I'm going to hold you to it. I'm hoping you're not the kind of person who would just up and leave us here. And I'm betting you're not the kind of person who would leave perfectly good cash on the table when all you had to do to get it was sit on the boat and wait for us. Fine, fine. I'll pay some solitario. Big fun. (sighs) good. If there's any trouble getting back here or if you have to move the boat, we'll use this radio to contact... I can't believe I just did that. Janet. Oh, I can't hold on to anything for five seconds without breaking it. I'm not sure what to do now. Here, you take this. You need to contact me. We have a new radio. You shoot off the flare. Be careful. There's only one. Don't break it. Thanks. Let's divvy this stuff up. I'll carry one of these, you take the other. Would you rather carry the flare gun or the first aid kit? Flare gun? Cool. Just don't let it go off by accident. Don't worry. Here, would you rather take the binoculars or the chocolate? Uh, binoculars? Great. I'll handle the chocolate bars. not, not good to have chocolate. And don't give Bad me idea. a hard time about it. All right, Bad I think we're all. set. Let's get moving. Jesse and I are heading out along the old monorail path, towards the center of what was once the Jurassic World theme park. Word has come down from the Senate Special Committee that the U.S. government will take no action on Isla Nublar. But frankly, Best has received a tip that the Dinosaur Protection Group has come here themselves to rescue the dinosaurs before the volcano erupts, which experts have been predicting could happen at basically any moment. Though I tried to obtain official permission to come, I couldn't find anyone with the authority to grant it. So, Jesse and I have snuck out here, under the official radar, to witness and report.
2: This is frankly
1: best, where we seek the truth and tell it. Stay tuned. And done. All right. Weirdly, I kind of wish they would build a new park. It's a shame that there are dinosaurs and no one can see them except on TV. How about it, Jesse? Simple yes or no. Do you think they should build a new park? Yeah. That way people can get close enough to the dinosaurs to really understand them.
0: Yeah, definitely Understanding again. is the only way that... Uh,
1: wait, I think I hear something. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Doesn't sound good. And now we are having our first dinosaur encounter. This is... Wow, this is really incredible. Seeing them on television cannot convey how enormous, how amazing these creatures are. The dinosaur is coming right up to us as we walk along the monorail path. We can tell by the vertical plates along its back and its spiky tail that it's a stegosaurus. Now, this is a big dinosaur. It's an herbivore, but so is a moose. And just like a moose, the sheer size of this magnificent creature creates some danger. Anyone lucky enough to get this close to one should be taking the appropriate precautions. Except, Jesse, I'm not 100% sure what those are. What do you think? Should we scare it? Freeze? Or give it food. Give it food. As with many animals, the way to cement a friendship a with a stegosaurus is to offer it food. Chocolate, maybe? Right now, I'm reaching into my pack for one of the chocolate bars <laughs> I brought along. Let's see if our new friend appreciates the finer things in life. Here you go, girl. <laughs> And it would seem she does. Loves
0: the chocolate. dinosaur Obviously has loves gobbled
1: chocolate. down the chocolate with enthusiasm. Oh. But um as we should all remember, people food often isn't good for animals. Chocolate, especially. I should have remembered. PSA folks. That. Huh. That's interesting. Now that the dinosaur is turned away from us, I can see that one of her back legs is injured. Hmm. It's a very straight, even-looking gash about two inches wide. That definitely doesn't look like a bite or claw mark. And I think I can see... Yes, there is something sticking out of her flank. That's weird. I really want to get a closer look. But that tail... It's covered with spikes, and she keeps twitching it. If I try to get near her back leg, I might get hit. Yeah. What do you think? Should I risk going closer? Yes. I knew I liked you. Alright, let's do it. I'm
0: going to put you in all the hairy situations.
1: Easy, girl. Easy does it. We're friendly. See? We just want to help. Up close. The injuries... Truly horrific. The wound extends even further than I thought, in a ring around the entire back left leg. Ooh. It's maybe two inches wide and very even. This is no predator's mark. The object stuck on the dinosaur's the side leaflet. is a tranquilizer dart. A huge one, partially discharged. Uh, wait, she wait. seems pretty calm now. I think I can reach the dart. Though, maybe that's dangerous and crazy. I don't know. Should I try to pull it out?
0: Yes. Please.
1: (sighs) Okay, girl. This is gonna help. It'll only hurt for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Got it! Oh, holy cow, that was close. Right, okay. Okay. Get out. Okay, we should probably get out of here now. Yes. I mean, we have the first aid kit, but this is really a job for a trained paleo-veterinarian. I'm sure DPG will patch up the leg, and we're not really qualified. But on the other hand, what if DPG doesn't find her in time? Maybe I should at least try to bandage it? I don't know, Jesse. should we risk it? Or find a professional?
0: Find a professional.
1: Yeah, you're right. We are so not trained feel, for this. I
0: feel bad about that, though. We'll find DPG and
1: let them know about it. One of the things that sucks about being a reporter is that you deliberately get yourself into situations where you're not equipped to change what's happening. Except in the long term, by letting people know what's going on. That's still helping. As we watch... The dinosaur returns to its journey through the jungle. She's limping slightly, obviously bothered by the slash across her leg. These creatures are so enormous, so magnificent. And it's easy to forget how helpless they really are. All our new friends' armored plating won't protect her from the looming volcano, from the imminent threat of extinction. It takes humans to do that. Fortunately, the dinosaurs have the dinosaur protection group. Maybe. Oh, hey. Wait a minute. Hand me those binoculars. Down there. That's our boat. And Mr. Mora is talking on a the theory? radio. No. I'd really like to know who he's talking to. That thing won't reach the mainland, so it must be someone else. Someone else on the island. Well, hmm. that's a problem cross your fingers he's not selling us out although probably he is
0: you have that reached is. the end of chapter one out oh. of
1: six total chapters this is frankly best where we Did seek it? the truth and tell it. these dinosaurs are about to be lost oh. they're gonna die jesse and i are on the trail of a truly incredible story should we that sounded like we need to me. find a professional Away from here if you want to stay alive. Drop it and turn around. What do you think is more important right now? Safety or quality recording? Quality recording. Run! A
2: premium purchase will grant access to the remaining chapters of your story. Will you and Janet explore Isla Nublar alongside the Dinosaur Protection Group to uncover the new mysteries of Jurassic World? Yes or no?
0: No.
1: You can come back anytime to play the free content or make a premium purchase. Thank you for playing Jurassic World Revealed
0: so there you have it Uh, that was an absolute blast I really love this Uh, they definitely create a little immersive world there uh, I have some questions about it so it's a little interesting some little things here and there but um, I thought it was a lot of fun I really really enjoyed uh, following along with uh, Janet Best and being her sidekick a podcast sidekick I'm the sidekick for once not the host that's good thank you Janet for taking over for a little bit But I just love this. I love stories like this that are creating a new and rich environment for Jurassic Park and Jurassic World and expanding that universe even wider. This is exactly the kind of content that we need. I'm super excited. And just like 2XL, this is a blast to do, to run through. And like I said, there are other other options out there. So make sure you guys do this on your own choose that first option, and it'll say, like, do you want to save this, or whatever, or, you know, start over when you uh, jump back in, but, um... You know, just, uh, it depends. Do you want to continue that storyline, or do you want to test out different variations? I, myself, I kind of want to test out all the variations, so I'll probably run through it a bunch of times, especially the later episodes as well, because the first episode gives you a few variations and sort of branches out, but doesn't completely. It kind of ends up in the same place, no matter what option you choose, but I think it's a fun to kind of, a fun? That's not a thing. I think it's a blast to kind of go through all those different options and see what you can get it's it's really fun so there you have it that's it for today in the audio lab i hope you enjoyed this playthrough of chapter one make sure to head out there with your amazon alexa into isla nublar and find out that scoop on your own it's a blast and i don't think you'll regret it are you hearing this make sure to visit jurassicparkpodcast.com to find all of our past episodes brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Thanks for listening to the 159th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, a big thanks to Dave for joining me today inside the Visitor Center. I really loved hearing all about Jurassic World Reveal. This is the kind of thing that I just cannot get enough of. I loved hearing how it was assembled, and I certainly look forward to playing through the rest of the series on my own. It's exciting to get new and fresh stories in the Jurassic Universe, so thank you, Dave. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter. At Jurassic Park Pod We're also on Facebook At facebook.com Slash Jurassic Park Podcast And our Instagram handle Is at Jurassic Park Podcast You can listen to us Via Apple Podcasts Spotify Google Podcasts YouTube Our website Or wherever else Podcasts are found So make sure to subscribe To automatically get New episodes Every week If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It will seriously help out our rankings and make it easier for Jurassic fans like you to find us. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com to find everything you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, comments, or if you want to debut a segment of your own, send them to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. Or you can submit questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail line a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
2: No, I'm I'm simply saying that life uh finds a way.
1: Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.